All right, so we are here uh, reporting, not quite live, but pretty close to when the news came out about the whole KD trade to the Suns. Um, <laughs> trying to get this raw reaction for myself as I can here, but to be honest, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I see everybody on my timeline saying congrats to the Suns on their first title. I mean, come on, y'all. Have a little faith, y'all. Have a little faith. I mean, seriously, guys. So I find it extremely hilarious. Oracle N, what's good, bro? How are you? I find it extremely hilarious how people are already, like, they just made up their mind. I'm so depressed for Steph Curry, man. I knew that fifth room would be hard, but now this MF hard to get. Oh, my God. It's so many reactions on the timeline. I don't even know who's to look at right now. Should I look at the Nets fans' reactions to this shit? Or should I look at the Suns fans reacted to this? Oh, my God. The Nets fans are in shambles. Phoenix will be in the dumpster in a couple years. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Initial take, obviously, the Suns are looking looking OP. Oh, watch Chris Paul don't scare me. I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Steph Curry has owned Chris Paul for years and years and years. I don't expect that to change. But what I will say, Devin Booker and Katie is pretty nice. But then at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to lie, man. Something about them just doesn't fucking scare me. Is it me? Is it me? What, how are y'all feeling? Enzo, what's good, fam? How are you? Welcome to the stream. How are you doing tonight? GP Kevo said, fried, bro. Ain't no way Nets did all that just to lose already in two years, right? Don't disrespect CP. I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying he's washed. No disrespect on Prime CP. I just think right now he's cooked because he can't even stay healthy. So that's why it's like any injury-prone player, I'm always iffy on them. It's, it's the same for anybody. But I'm not going to lie. Chris Paul is a hoe, though. So all disrespect to Chris Paul because this nigga has consistently tried to injure people. Like, over and over again. Like, that's the only thing about him that makes me just, like... And he's always flopping and shit. I don't, like, I don't fuck with it. I'm good. I mean, he 40-ish? The nigga doesn't deserve to win, bro. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve to win because he's tried to fucking injure people over and over again. Said, I'm okay, just midnight cooking. What you cooking, Oracle in? Y'all, I was trying to go to sleep, and then this shit came across the fucking airwaves... Twitter waves, I don't fucking know. Look, man. Okay, so we're, we're reacting to this together, y'all. We're reacting to this together. GP Kevo said, hell, all he got to do is pass, but Katie, Book, and Aiden are low-key. They all low-key need. The fact that they got to keep Aiden, yes, bro. I'm so glad you said that. I'm sorry. Who put this fucking trade together? Because how did y'all niggas let the Suns keep Aiden? How? You should have got Aiden just off the fact that you gave up KD. It shouldn't have been a deal at all. 
Like, I would really love to hear the logic. Y'all, I got to hear some type of analyst or person with inside sources for this shit. Because for me, my regular ass brain, it's not making too much sense for me. Caught hunger after smoke? Oh, I feel you. Y'all, I thought my night was over. I literally just did an NBA segment earlier today for, like, six hours and then ended with a couple reaction videos. And I thought I was going to sleep, making my food, and then Trey's like, oh, shit, Katie just got traded. I'm like, ain't no fucking way, bro. At 1 o'clock a.m., this nigga gets traded. (laughs) The King of Carnage said, nah, Katie isn't worth a young player anymore. He's almost watched. Whoa. I'm not going to lie, the King of Carnage. You came in the chat kind of crazy with that take. I'm I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to have a knee-jerk reaction. I'm going to literally just let you explain your take. I want to let you give your opinion, and I'm going to be the mouthpiece to share your opinion. But that is a wild take, bro. Damn, he's almost watched. Like, I'm not going to lie. Chris Paul is a person I'm saying is almost watched. Not KD, though. Not KD. That's a little too much on KD, and I'd be on KD's ass myself. I'd be honest ask myself, but that's a little too much. That's a little too much on him. Come even coming from me. You know, people have tried to label me a Katie hater. I'm a Katie truth teller. The dude is moody, inconsistent, can borderline be jealous of his teammates. Said, listen, he's 34 coming off injury in that contract. <sighs> okay, here's the thing. He's coming off injury, but his numbers are basically the same as his prime numbers, bro. And he and is a cancer? Damn. <sighs> who did I say was inconsistent? Like, I'm actually wondering. Who did I say was inconsistent? Enzo said, but yo, I still think they need some depth. Oh, they definitely do, especially giving away Mikel Bridges. I feel like Mikel Bridges was a big part of that sense identity. Inconsistent, inconsistent. Did I say inconsistent or did I say consistent? I don't think I intentionally meant to say he was inconsistent. I might have stumbled over my words, but I didn't mean inconsistent because the point I was trying to make was about his numbers being like pretty similar to his prime numbers like pre-injury that's the point i was trying to make hold on if you say consistent is my fault no i'm not sure that's what i'm saying like i don't know i might have meant to say consistent and said inconsistent i'm not sure but i just want to pull up the stats I am Arlen J. Thank you for the raid, bro. I appreciate you. You still up? We've been up for a minute. I was trying to end my night, and then this happened. I'm trying to just look at some of his stats. Pre-injury versus post-injury. I know y'all probably can't see this. Y'all like, (laughs) what is she looking at? Okay, here's the Achilles injury, 2019. His numbers, from, from my perspective, just off the top of my head, have been pretty similar 
Now, does he have some deficiencies athletically? Hell yeah. But he's not close to washed KD yet. I don't think his numbers have dropped off enough. Washed KD to me is going to be his numbers going from like 27 to 29, 30 points per game to like 15 points per game. Like that's washed KD for me at least. Enzo said, look at that dude dropping 30 every year, right? Pretty much. I mean, okay, look, this is his three seasons with Brooklyn. 29 points. Seven rebounds a game, 5.8 assists. So look at this, y'all. He's higher in his points per game than his career average. Higher in assist numbers. About the same for his career rebounds. Let's check his percentage. Two-point percentage, 0.58% from two, higher than his career average. Three-point percentage, 40% from the three, higher than his career average. Amen. I'm trying to be objective with this. Objectively, Katie has been statistically better post-prime than prime Katie. We know there's a difference. We we all just understand that. But let me let me hear you out, the King Carters. Let me hear you out. The King of Carters said, listen to what he said about the Nets. He basically said it was everyone else's fault. Same with Kyrie. Same with most of their star player on the Nets. The same reason why Harden is trash. Damn. What Harden do? Harden catching strays? <laughs> Harding catches strays, bro. Yeah, Enzo, that efficiency is on point. I did want to see Kyrie. I saw a tweet with Kyrie. I thought this reaction by Mikhail Bridges was pretty funny. He said, oh, my God. They aren't leaders. Facts. I agree with that. That's that's probably the first thing we agree with so far, the King of Carnage. I don't think Katie and Kyrie are great leaders. I did see. Now, here's my thing. What are the Warriors about to do? Oh, shit. Starkiller. I'm sorry. I was over here on Twitch, y'all. Hey, Lene. Hold on, y'all. What's good, bro? I'm, I'm going to let you cook. We're I'm going to let y'all cook. We're fucked. If the season, Damn, bro. If the season wasn't already fucked, it's definitely fucked now. <laughs> oh, my God. Why the hell does this have to happen? Oh, my God. Sierra, like, why? Why did this happen? It's just I wake up in the middle of the night to go get something to drink. And I go on Twitter. And it's just, wow. We can't even rest. Like. Who the hell gets traded at 1.30 in the morning? Like, that's crazy. I just feel like the Warriors have been so disappointing this season. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do. Everybody in the West are getting good. And the Warriors have done nothing. Like, they didn't even, like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. The trade deadline ends pretty much in four days, and they have done nothing, like, I think the KD situation kind of held up the whole league. Um, so I think you're probably going to see more trades happening tomorrow now. Probably. Now that the KD yeah. thing is cleared up. 
I mean, I mean, what trades are we even talking about, Lene? Look at the Suns, dude. They're crazy. I see, like, I don't even know why people thought the Warriors was going to get Katie back. I don't know why. I saw, like, a lot of tweets saying it's going to happen. That was just dumb. But I just feel like I don't want to say the Warriors should give up a Wizen because I don't want to be, like, the type of person to give up on somebody. But at this <laughs> point, it's just, like, what else can they do? I think the issue that um, I'm hearing from a lot of the beat writers is that they are open to moving Wiseman and Moody, Mm -hmm. not Kaminga, Wiseman and Moody, but uh, they don't really have any trade value around the league. Right. That's the issue. Um, So it's like, if you're not including those two, I mean, if you're not getting anything just for those two, the only other options the Warriors have really is to start talking about first-round picks, which is, I think their next one that they have available to trade is 2026. And I'm like, bro, how many young guys do you freaking want? You have Kuminga, you have Patrick Baldwin Jr., you have Wiggins, who's young, you have Poole. How many young guys will satisfy you at this point, honestly? like, But, yeah, so I think, unfortunately, like they, these two guys, Moody and Wiseman, don't, they don't really have value, unfortunately. So, um, or I, I, this is what people are saying. Remains to be seen tomorrow. Um, yeah. One is the 14 is Monday, right? Wait, I thought no, it was it's, it, it, it I thought the trade tomorrow. deadline was Thursday, right? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Lene, this is the last day. So, look. Here's my thing, y'all. Um, first of all, hi, how are y'all? Hope y'all are doing good. I was trying to go to sleep and I was just making my food, about to go to sleep, and then Trey's like, Oh, they traded Katie. I'm like, stop playing, dog. I'm like halfway sleep over here. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Katie to the Suns, and y'all know we heard this shit all, all last summer. But none of us really paid any mind because it didn't really get that much traction, right? Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember yeah. that. I remember that. I remember it. But look, here's my thing, y'all. What are we expecting from the Warriors this season? I think that kind of determines how we all feel about it. I have no expectations for them. I just want to see, are they going to pick the young timeline or the vets? And I think the trade is gonna the trade deadline is gonna show us which direction they're leaning. I just want them to pick a side. That's all. Because it's funny that you were saying Star Killer that Moody and Wiseman don't have any value. But it's like because they didn't get played, they didn't even have a chance to build a positive value. You know? That was my concern with them not playing Wiseman and Moody. I mean, it's like hey, if you do trade them, then how are they going to have any value if they're just sitting there the whole time? Actually, Sierra, like, Tim Kawakami, like, the, one of the beat writers, Tim Kawakami, yeah, yeah, He was like, mm-hmm. the minutes that they did play this year decreased their value even more. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Um, so, I think to your point, um, I was a huge, like, Moses Moody fan like you were, like, in the – Against the Mavericks, like he was really good, like in the place of Damian Lee. But um, uh, what do you call it? He's not been good defensively at all this year. 
Like, he cannot stay in front of anyone. He's still a good shooter, obviously, but I think the mistakes he's been making, like, Kerr got so fed up because our vets are also making the mistakes, and um, he just does not trust Wiseman and Moody. Like, he actively believes, Kerr actively believes that every, if you if you leave them in there for eight minutes, the lead is going to be stretched pretty far. And that's why he doesn't play them. And I don't blame him. I personally don't blame him just because I am not, I, I've, whatever little I, Wiseman, I've never been a fan of, really. But uh, he's so far away. He's so far away, Wiseman. And then Moody, he's shown nothing to me this year except, like, yeah, he can hit an open three. Uh, defensively, he's such a net negative. So I don't blame Kerr, honestly, for playing Lamb over him. Um, I really don't blame Kerr. Now, if you if you agree with Kerr, like, hey, you agree that, hey, these two guys are not giving you anything and they're going to actively make you worse when they're on the floor, what option does he have? I feel bad because I was, I was rooting for Wiseman. Like, I really was rooting for him in this. Like, he's not, like, I don't know. Like, I was really rooting for the kid. I really was. When he was injured, I was like, oh, he's going to come back. He's going to do good. I think we should give him a chance. And, like, it sucks that, like you said, the coach Kerr doesn't trust him. It really sucks. But, like, I agree with you, Sierra. But I personally think looking at it from this standpoint, it looks like they're It looks like they're going to – I think they're going to make a move tomorrow. But I don't think it will be like a, you know – Oh, oh my gosh, move! But I, I hope they do something because this year it's been like disappointing. Like they can't even close out games correctly, like how they used to. Like, yeah, what it's- I think uh, for any for lack of a better reason, honestly, it's just to spark something in the team. I think when they is like a reason to do it enough. Like, yeah, you don't want to sell low, and you know you don't want to give up those two and uh, first round pick or whatever for like a run-of-the-mill, like, you know, 10th guy or something. But, I mean, if there's, like, decent trades out there that can improve your depth and spark life back into your team, because that's another thing. I think, like, the whole season so far has just been negative. It has. Negative, negative. negative. And, like, sometimes I think, like, when you have a change, like, uh, it just kind of – sparks you back into life you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so and and unfortunately like some of the people here are asking for like pascal siakam that guy's making 35 million dollars and like yeah if you want to add moody and uh wiseman to that deal that doesn't even come close to matching that guy's salary that's not happening unless you include draymond and clay because draymond is making 26 million and clay's like 40 million and pascal is like 35 million so unless you are talking about including draymond and like moody or something and a first round pick or two that's not happening um then the i guess the next tier of guys are like og ananobi that's another guy from toronto that's really good and that's more reasonable salary wise you can do wiseman moody and like first round picks and make that happen salary wise but nets do you guys see the Nets roster? They have like five. They, they have like such a horrible roster right now. Like I just saw. Like, 
defensive guards and and defensive wings and stuff that that are good for us, but they're not going anywhere. So I mean, just like come on, like just do something to improve, like make two good trades or something. I don't know. It's, but even with all that, I don't know if we're beating the Suns. Honestly, though, that team is crazy. It's not just them. LA got Lakers got better. Yeah, they they did. They they really did considerably better. They really did. It's like yeah, like the West is just like it's like everybody are making changes to prove and to potentially like be better and like the worst are doing absolutely nothing and it's killing me. It's killing my soul. Like when the fuck? Like I don't want to curse, but like it's like when the when are you gonna like? You you're seeing the struggles your team is going through. You're seeing how bad they're playing. You're seeing that they can't close out games correctly. Like when is when is it gonna be enough for you to wake up and say this needs to happen? When is it gonna be enough? When is it gonna be enough? So I think there's a lot of unfortunate things happening for our team this time around. Is that Wiggins? You know he was injured for the first time in his career. And obviously, he's been very slow because before that, he was like shooting forty five percent from three. Um, that's gone completely. Pool is starting to come back now, I suppose. That's good. And Wiggins is kind of coming back, and Clay has been pretty decent. But um, beyond that, though, I think the issue I have is Lene that if we admit that Moody and Wiseman don't have value, okay, fine, but. Don't hold them back and, like, don't even try to scout what's there. Because you can't tell me some of these guys aren't gettable. Like, um, I, I just heard, like, from Adrian Wojnarowski that, from the Nets that Jay Crowder is available. Like, come on. Like, you're telling me you can't package those young guys and try to get, like, some 3 and D defensive wing like that? Yeah. Like, those are going to be there. So, if, like... They end up going to another team for like two second round picks and like a uh, guy. Then you know that okay, are these are these people for for real? That's how you'll know that okay, did they try or not? Because if they did try and they actively are trying to go for these good guys, and hey, we just don't have a good enough package, and they did everything, then what can you do, right? Like it, it is what it is. But it shouldn't be for a lack of trying, and. I think the way you kind of analyze that and see, okay, these guys that we think would be good for the Warriors, like Sadiq Bey, or I mean, these there's so many names, Kelly Olynyk, and like Jay Crowder, all these guys. There's so many names. Like if they end up going to other teams for very little, then you like then you're like, okay, these people just do not want to make a trade. And that's when Sierra, to your point, you'll know. Okay, yeah, they're kind of saying. A big F you to the current core and mm-hmm. just want to keep the young guys. Right. That's what I want to see. I feel like. Try. Just try. Look, man. Just, I just need to see something. Like, with all these big trades, man, you got Kyrie, you got Katie, you got. I mean, can we get y'all pushing the chips into the table? So that I know y'all are still doing y'all best effort to give Steph Curry the best chance he has to win while he's still in his prime. Or are y'all going to be arrogant enough to think y'all can repeat this dynasty with all these young guys and keep them? 
they gotta do something. I feel like the KD move just forced the Warriors' hand. So they don't have time or space to play around. The Kyrie to the Maps thing was, was already pushing it, but now I need to see what y'all are trying to do. So I think it's literally going to go all the way to the deadlines for the Warriors because now if they were thinking about being conservative, I don't think they can take that stance anymore because now the pressure is about to come probably mm. from some of the players too, you know, seeing some of the moves. But how are we feeling about the Suns? I'm sorry. Part of me, I just can't I can't take a team with Devin Booker and Chris Paul too seriously. KD is nice. Maybe he'll cover oh uh oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, we got an update from Woj. Hold on. Let me pull the tweet up. Nah, saying like OG is more available now because he's like the Uh-oh. second best guy that's left at this point. Or like yeah, right. That that one. does make sense. Um, oh, oh, Woj with the details. Okay. Yeah. So stream. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let y'all listen to this video. Okay. So are are you guys legit like worried? Like are y'all concerned? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't, it's like to the point. Well, will they make it to the playing tournament? Will they not? Like, will they? Like, it's it's gotten to that point. Like, will they make it to the playing tournament? Yeah, I think. Um, I'm not at that level, Renee. I think they'll make it, but I think they'll make the plan. Unfortunately, I don't think they're gonna go to an actual roster spot. Um, just looking at their. What seat are we right now? Um, I think we're eighth. Are we eighth? Um, I don't know. Let me go check. The Warriors are ninth. (laughs) Wow. Dude, think about this. Okay, we're like three games away. Or or like, um, yeah, I guess three games away from fourth and... Two games away from freaking 13th or 12th, 12th rather. This is in no three games from, yeah, three games from 13th and three games from the fourth. And Steph's gonna miss a month. Mm hmm. At least. Or three to five weeks, whatever. So it's pretty much the rest of it's pretty much the rest of this month in early March, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And like, listen, um, the, it, I think like last game against uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, like Clay just went nuclear and we destroyed them. But with close games like today, um, that's the thing. It's been the same concern in the fourth quarter every single game, like. They just don't have someone. They JP should be the guy, like to just go get a bucket when they need it. But um, they just don't have that guy, like to just go get a bucket. And even when Steph was there, he was like so gassed. Because um, look, say what you will about Kerr, like reluctance to play the young guys, like to make a point to the front office. I think, like saying, hey, like you know, these guys are not going to be played. They're not good. The con- downside to that is he was running the main guys to the ground, playing them large minutes like Steph, 
if you guys saw, he looked gassed at the end, like especially that Denver game. He looked gassed at the end of that. But uh, I think like something needs to change. Like you know, they just need a spark. Uh, but hey, this is just for us to get into the play-in and like hope or like maybe for lucky get like the fifth or sixth seed i mean yeah going up against phoenix in a playoff series that's a whole nother animal but i mean honestly i don't even think we can think about that right now because we're so bad literally like it's just been like i said it's been a a big disappointment this season honestly we had games that we could have won that we just failed to win like, 12 games are literally the season where we should have won. And we just blew them in the fourth quarter. Reminds me of that. I think there's at least four games where we lost in the last one minute up a lead. <laughs> so, doesn't that remind y'all of that 2021 season? No, that season was so much it was better. 2020, than this. or was it 2020? No, yeah. Yeah, that season was so much better than this. I see that team was actually fun to watch because we were underdogs like pretty much everywhere we went, and then Steph was like going nuclear. I'm not gonna lie. What does John Morant have to say right now? Because he said he's finding the West. Oh, I saw somebody tweet. They said like, this all happened because Josh said he's finding the West. He's gonna. He's probably throwing up. And you know who's even probably taking it harder than them? Denver. Dude. Denver has got to be. Sick. Oh right. Oh my! They were doing so good, and it's like, damn! It's like they just dropped a nuclear bomb. KD and Kyrie come to the West. Yeah, like, like it must have been something so toxic in that Brooklyn environment for Kyrie to say, "I'm glad that KD actually got out of there." It must have been something that was going on over there. Do you see Harden? I mean, are we surprised? I mean, are we surprised that he left? I didn't think he was going to stay. I didn't think he was going to leave this season, but I didn't think he was going to, you know, stay any longer, though. I didn't think he was going to leave. I honestly thought that they were not going to reach the trade deadline and that he was not going to get traded this season, maybe during the offseason. But it has to be something, like, severe. Like, because you see Harden, he got traded last season. And then Kyrie, literally, like, two or three days ago, and now, Katie, like, it has to be something that's going on in the organization. And it made them wake up and be like, well, this is, I don't want to be over here. Like, this is not what I if thought. If I may speculate, if I may, if I may, I really feel like, I don't know how y'all feeling about this, but I really feel like that whole uh, documentary thing with Kyrie and the way the front office handled that with giving him the list of things he had to do before he came back. And the way the owner just almost made a public, almost tried to like make a, a example out of him publicly, almost humiliate him for him to come back to work. I just feel like there was a shift after that. I think the vaccine thing, the way they treated Kyrie kind of turning against him when the public was already kind of against him, I think that plus that other stuff with the documentary, I think that had to, like, kind of trigger something in them where they're like, oh, no, we can't do this shit. I don't believe Katie didn't know Kyrie was leaving. I just don't. 
I don't. I don't think, think they told either. him either. Sources. I don't think he. But, I don't think he. He told. I don't think he was expecting it either. I feel like he had to have some type of sense, like maybe not he was gonna leave, but like that he was really getting over it. But if you think about it, does it really make sense for Kyrie to tell KD if they would both be in the business of getting traded? Because if he told KD and KD told his camp, they might have felt like they needed to make a move first that could have made Kyrie's move harder. So even though they're cool, it's still business. So I think he probably knew he was over it, but yeah. I'm 50-50 on whether or not he knew or not. Do y'all agree with what... Um, I just shared a, a tweet on the Drummatron. Do y'all agree with that tweet? Hold on, let me check it out. Yes, we should. Except Let's see. Like... OG Ananobi? Oh, hell yeah. He's I don't like... care who you got to trade. I don't care. I don't care. That's another person that can put pressure on the rim. That's it, the, I the mean, conversation we have to start with Kaminga. You realize right? that, right, Sierra? Yeah, I do. But at this point, who would you rather have? <laughs> I agree I'm, with I you. Would I would say OG's a more you. complete player at this point. I wouldn't want to give up Kaminga though. You would have but to. There's if no we're doubt pushing to Yeah, right, exactly. So but if we're pushing the chips into the table, you know. What is it? What is our vote? What's our votes on this? What you feel, Lene? I feel exactly how you feel. Like, and like, like Starkiller said, you know, it's going to start to get him. Maybe Kumanga is going to start off the trade, but like Sierra said, right now the Warriors got to do whatever it takes because the league, basically, if you if you're looking at it. It's like everybody's waiting on what are the, the what are the, the defending champions going to do to stay or to be able to at least make the play-ins because they're not being they're not playing like defending champions at all. So what do they have to do? And they have to and they have to do what's right and what's best for the team and best for winning. Like they said, they're they're focusing on chasing championships. They don't care about like records or anything. If you want to chase a championship, you have to do whatever it takes, and you have to. Follow your first mindset, and you have to make that trade. And they need to make that trade. Simple. You can't just like. It's good that you. It's good that they're clinging on to like hopes for like the younger stars, but like. How how much longer are they going to cling on to them? You're not playing Moody. You're not playing Wiseman. Just let those guys go somewhere else where they can do. They can play. Like it's it's time. It's time. I don't want to be the one to say it, but it is time to let him go. I the thing is, it. OG is 25. He's young. Like I didn't know he was that young. I thought he was like nearly 30. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'll take 25. Look, man. That's at this young. point, the Warriors better be in panic mode. Whatever panic mode looks like in the trade, they need to press that button. So I whoever that is and whoever has to go, it's what it is. Like, like, yeah, like I said, it is what it is. If they have to get, if they have to get rid of Kamanga, even though I don't want them, to, that's like the only young player that I know that I for sure I don't want them to get rid of. If they have to get rid of him to win a championship, like they said, they're all about winning championships. Then they have to do it. It's nothing else they can do. It's literally nothing else. 
they have to make a move. They really have to make a move because there is one other guy they, have they could go after. That's, they could go after Kyle Kuzma if he's available, but nah, OG's it. OG's oh, Kyle would be great. I don't think we can afford him, but I mean, OG's Kyle would be perfect. To be honest, seventeen million. It's look, man, good. if all the young guys gotta go, man. <laughs> It is what it is. You have Steph Curry on your roster. At the end of the day, you're not guaranteed another top 10, 15, whatever number you want to put on it. You're not guaranteed another one of those. And yes. I need the Warriors yes. to start acting like that. Because yes. for me, I don't know what y'all been feeling, but me, I've been feeling like they've been trying to just ride Steph into like another championship and just let him carry as much as he possibly can which is why I was already worried about him getting hurt. Like, y'all remember that game where he, like, the one before he got the the injury that has him out now, he had, like, his knee. Yes, and I was like, bro, please don't put him in a game. Like, my instincts were just like, oh, my God, like, he's going to get hurt. I didn't think it was going to be the next game, but I was like, bro, it just felt like they were leaning on him too much. This was supposed to be the season where – the young guys were able to take the burden off of the older guys. Y'all haven't played them. The coach doesn't trust the players. Fine. That's fine. But if he's not going to trust the young guys, I trust Steve's judgment to put the best players on the court. But if you aren't giving him rosters that he's used to, like with veterans, I can't expect him to just suddenly trust these young guys and be like, yeah, I'm going to put you out on the court and believe in you. Steve's just not that type of dude, man. He's going to go with what he feels like is the best decision. And if that's not the young guys, yes, exactly. He doesn't care about the agendas the front office is trying to push. I need to see the Warriors. Like, I'm sorry. You, You can't not do anything. That would be heinous at this point in the season. I was feeling like they weren't leaning towards doing any trades where they were like, eh, maybe, but no, it needs to be what trade is it going to be and who is getting traded. I don't care if it's Moody, Wiseman, and Kaminga. Somebody got to go. And Rollins, him too. I don't care. I don't care if Andre drops a roster spot so we can get somebody else. I don't know. I just know that this team has what it takes to compete. But they're missing some things. Uh, the King of Cardinals said, you guys can have OG if you give us cum buckets. <laughs> I, I don't think they're doing an OG for Kamiga straight trade straight up. I don't think the no, salary is not add more to that. Yeah, I yeah. I don't no, but I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm not blaming Bob Myers for this. It's Lake. I'm blaming Joe Lacob. Yeah, I saw some people blaming Bob. It's not Bob's fault. He's just kind of uh middleman in this whole thing where he's trying to serve the players that he actually has relationships but the owner wants to do what he wants to do so do you guys have any other names i think he understands that joe lacob is i think there's a chance he might not prioritize the players and i mean the original core and then he's going to be the one having to let right walk Mm -hmm. and then it's going to end up being on him when he's the one that built the relationships if Bob so Myers I have a is gone, Steve Kerr and Steph, are, oh my God. I Man. think Steph would be last to go, but I think it goes Draymond, then Clay, then Steph. Yeah. I think Steve is probably gone like He's, as soon as Bob is gone. I think next year is his final year. Oh. I mean, 
in the yeah. or this year. No, no, next year. Who's, is who's finals? Like who's um Bob? Uh, no, no, no. Bob's is done at the end of this season, and Steve is done at the end of next season. Oh wow! And Steph is in there for like I think twenty twenty eight. No, twenty twenty six. Yeah, I think something like that. Twenty twenty. So he got like three years, pretty much. I think he's gonna retire. I Clay pres- is um next year is his final year in his co- contract. And Draymond's is obviously this year, but I think he has an extension for next year. So, uh, tough, tough, tough call. Wait, wait, oh wait. I'm sorry. I'm not letting Ball Don't Stop get away with this. <laughs> I put in a jumbo chart. He said, Kevin Durant to the Suns could rival the 2017-2019 Warriors yeah, that's team. bullshit. <laughs> the most lethal pure hooper ever has an infrastructure around him again. A real system. Wow. I must say, that's a good hot take to get off. You know, because that's definitely going to get the engagement. So, shout out to him for the outrageous comment. This isn't even remotely close. There's the defense is light years behind that Warriors uh, team. It's just like, I don't know. Time is ticking. Bob has less than 22 hours to make a move. I'm sorry. Are we not going to bully Katie? We're not not bullying Katie for going to another super team. (laughs) Like, (laughs) we're just just used to it at this point. Dude, people in my private chats are calling KD like every possible bad name you could imagine. I feel bad because he missed so many teams. Yes, like I don't know why. I don't. Like, it's obvious. Like we all know that KD left the Warriors because he said he wasn't valued. He wasn't like really valued valued on the Warriors, and then he goes to Brooklyn. I think it's him. He's the problem. If you think about it, he—I think it's him. He—he he has to be the problem. Why are a bunch of, you know, players leaving you to go be on other teams? I think it's Katie. Katie is definitely the problem. He's the problem. It's him. Oh, I definitely think that's a part of it. I'm it's him. He's, he's the problem. I, I've came to the conclusion that he's the problem. Like When I saw James Harden leave last year, it made me question. It, it made me first question if he was the problem. Then this summer, you know, Ky- the Kyrie trades and the, the Katie trades, they were all at the same time, but, you know, no, no move was made. And then the stuff happened. With Kyrie and like the shot, the vaccine, and you know, Kyrie basically gets traded without telling it anybody. It's him. I, I really, I really and truly, on honestly believe KD is part of is is like one of the problems. Because it's no way that you, you, it's no way that good players, all players that are all stars, players that have been in the playoffs. Are leaving your side to go be on teams to help those teams get in the playoffs? Like it's it's no way. He's the problem. 
Yeah, I definitely think that's part of it. I also think maybe like some of the people he pairs up with aren't the best for for him. Like, I feel like the perfect situation was the Warriors, to be honest. But um, what's interesting to me is, you know, I thought Katie had a slight opportunity in there to, you know, build with the Nets. I don't know if y'all were um, expecting him to stay, but I was like, well, if he does stay, the Nets could make some trades and it get interesting. But then again, he did say him and Kyrie were a package deal. So that wasn't completely surprising to me. But for a second, I wanted to believe that Katie wanted to still take on the challenge of, you know, not being on a super team and trying to win. But yeah, that was bullshit. Because like, he just hopped to another. Like, I know he was. I, I, I felt like, I thought, like, I felt he was, I really thought they wasn't going to trade him by the deadline. And I thought that he was going to, like, stick out. Both him and Kyrie, I thought they were going to just stick out the year and get traded over the summer. Right. This is crazy. And then, Russ, and then oh Russ to the Jazz. That's odd. Yeah, Russ to the Jazz. I'm honestly just glad he's off the Lakers, bro. So they can stop using him as a scapegoat. Can't believe this, man. Katie really went to a division rival. We are fucked. He really did. I just, oh, yeah, he did. We're fucked for these next three years, like, unless we do something. Like, I don't think it's just Bob Myers is the problem. I think Lakeup is. The fact that we're not making any trades, he's not making any trades to save our asses. It's just pathetic. Like, I could see the Suns winning it all this year easily. It's fucking over. And the Celtics are just going to cakewalk back to the finals now. KD's out. out. Kyrie is gone. Uh, it's like really no competition for the Celtics. I don't think the Bucks. The, the Bucks. I don't the think bu- that, the Bucks and Celtics clear everybody else. I don't think that the Celtics. I mean, the Bucks have that star power to beat the Celtics. Yeah. So there, I, I think the Celtics are going to cakewalk back to the finals. Celtics are a complete team. Yeah. I don't think they they have the star power, but I think they have the right combination of dudes to make it more difficult than anybody else. Because I think they I have the better they... players by far. Yeah, I don't and I don't know even know why people think that the seventy sixes the seventy sixers even have a chance. Not not a chance. I'm sorry. I can't take a team seriously when the top two players both flop as like a third of their 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 skill set because that shit catches up with you in the playoffs. Chris Middleton's still out. I think he'll be back by the end of the year. Okay, here's my thing. So I would say I feel like the Bucks and Celtics are pretty even for me because last year I felt like Chris Middleton being there, they probably would have beat the Celtics. But then the Celtics filled in a deficiency they had at point guard and got a good, efficient point guard. So, to me, it kind of balanced out. So, now I still feel like if they go head-to-head, I'm 50-50 on them. So, I'm not really swinging one way or the other. But I do still feel like the Celtics are the best and most complete team. I want team. Embiid, bro. I want Embiid. I'm not going to lie. Embiid on the Warriors? Yeah. 
No, no. bro. Come on. We're not yeah. we're not that down bad. We're worse <laughs> than the Lakers right now. We're just like the 2021 Lakers. After they won the title, they literally went to shit after they lost lost half their championship roster. Like, oh. Okay, I'm I'm having a little hope. I feel like at a certain point we will be in contention for a championship again. Is it gonna be this year? I don't I, I don't think so. I'd rather but. it be next year. Like get some pieces, set us up for next year. Like I'm not saying like that would at least be something. Yeah. But- uh, yeah. If it's not this, if it's not this year, then that's okay. I that's how I feel. I thought this year was always going to be a little shaky with the young guys. So, what are we looking forward to if the young guys experiment is over? What are we looking to next? Like, are we looking for another star? Are we looking to move one yeah. of the big veterans? We have a core three. Well, we don't know if Draymond's coming back. We need to have extra, like, have extra push, like, for ne- next year. Like, Steph and Clay will probably be the guys next year. But we need to have more guys around them. That's the thing. Another star? Or do you it, think we, we need should, like, another Draymond, young star? I think, like, if Draymond leaves, like, we definitely should consider a star. Not now, but definitely in the off season. If Draymond were to leave, yeah, Draymond um, has that player option, right? I think it's like twenty-seven million that he can pick up this off season. So I think we're we're really gonna have to wait on Draymond to see what he wants to do. But shit, it would be wild if he just went to one of these other teams. Like fuck it, I'm trying to win and then stick it to the front office at the same time. I'm just scrolling down. <laughs> nah, it's a, oh man. Someone said Joe Sy saw Cam Thomas on a Linsanity run and said, "Nah, we don't need KD no more." Right, uh, Larry wanted him back. We can so like we can at least like because the thing is, Steph Clay and Draymond are literally aging. That's the thing. Like you got to go all in. Like drafting isn't gonna help. Here, here's my thing, y'all. Also, Mikael Bridges. That would be interesting. Yeah, I, would, I don't know if we can afford him. Yeah, I would want Bridges for sure. I mean, he's gotten way better at shooting. Great defender. Like, I mean, I just feel like I'm dreaming about players at this point. <laughs> because I don't <laughs> I know who we can realistically get. The Warriors have got to go for OG. That's like OG? that's like the only person that they could possibly go for right now. I mean, I don't know if we can afford. I don't know who we can afford. I'm just not looking at money as an object this year because it's like, look, man, y'all got to make something shake. I know. Drafting really okay. So I'm sorry, I'm still not scared of the Suns yet. 
All right, and they got they got the bet the world's best small forward. They're gonna be good. There's no denying it, but I feel like this team, the team still like, has a chance. I hope the Kings like stay ahead of them. I hope the Kings can still still win win. All right, hopefully this doesn't affect their chances. <laughs> Mikhail Bridges is here. Man, I just feel like they just turned our whole world upside down with this trade news, man. Because now it's like none of the none, – nobody's safe on the team at this point now. Yeah, nobody. Probably Steph, Steph and Clay, And Poole. Probably Dre. Yeah, Poole because they just signed him. Everybody, I mean – I don't even know what to think about our team right now. I don't even know who is on our team. Wiggins, he's not moving. So aside from those five, Looney, most of our roster can literally just get moved. Yeah. Like I said, time is ticking. Warriors probably on the phone with somebody right now. I hope so. Honestly, I trade Clay. No, the King of Carnage. No, absolutely not. That would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Who said trade Clay? I'm no, I didn't say <laughs> the that. King of Carnage in my chat. Oh, talking about listen, listen to what I love Clay. Oh no, you don't love Clay. Talking about trade him after he just had like the best stretch. Of his career, like post post injury, where are we getting a, a replacement for Clay? He was a menace. He was wow. You talking like he's washed? Honestly, um, Steph is turning thirty five next month, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we need to go big yeah. because this is pretty much his last. Four, I would say this is his last like three or four years in the league, no doubt. We got three years left, possibly. Possibly, no doubt, is his last four years in the league. And the words are just. I apologize if I am the most angry, like, fan on Warriors Twitter, like, which exactly I am. But, like, <laughs> oh my God, I just want to fucking win. They've been the main one. Draymond been the main one at the beginning of the season saying, we don't chase records. We chase uh, championships. To, well, if you want to chase Sierra, it. What's up to Sierra? I mean, here's the thing. Like, you, you good. I mean, we're not worried, worried about chasing wins, but you need better wins to have a better, like, seeding into the playoffs. And that, hopefully, that's next yeah, year. Why is KD not at the Warriors right now? I know the he was never tonight. coming back to begin with. I can't he wasn't. He left the words because he was. He felt unappreciated. You no, think he was honestly going to come back? Can I ask you a question? Because honestly, like, I don't even know who the Suns traded for KD. So what's going on right now? Is there any they traded Bridges, and now they're thinking about moving so, on. So who's so who's the next game for KD? They got um Cam Johnson, I believe, and they got Bridges. Oh no! Did they? So, did they keep Aiton? Yes, they, yeah, did. they did. And they got Paul. No, nah, they kept everybody, but that shit crazy, bro. I ain't got a lot of KD. 
crazy. I'll highlight somebody. I ain't gonna lie, LeBron got to shot the lead tomorrow. Yo, bro, I I'm still think. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna like, lie to you. KD going to the Suns is mad. They, like, see, Cam like Sierra said. Cam Jones is gone. Like Sierra said, we were all, like, who, who pretty else? much who sleeping on it. Because we all heard the rumors last summer. Like, it what if, like, this, this is going to happen, and then it never happened. Like she said, we were basically sleeping on this, and it happened. So do you think, who do you think is going to win the the uh, West right now? Man, the Suns have no excuse to lose. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> The only team that can take them down. Them niggas got Aiden, Booker, Paul. Nigga, Chris Paul ain't got oh, his old ass. All he got to do is pass the nah, ball. Chris Paul. Sweet I thought that Chris, Chris Paul is Chris Paul. But, uh, people be telling like Chris Paul is not good in the playoffs. <laughs> He's always very good in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I can't lie to you. Just... This shit crazy, bro. The division is stacked. So they got eight and who can we really... So they got eight and Booker, really... Chris Paul, and who else? Oh yeah, we were uh talking about should the Warriors go for OG and Anobi. They should. Like at mm-hmm. least like get some pieces. Sierra, like... Sierra, the Warriors are fucked, I can't let's see. I'm not. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with fucking OG and Anobi's game. I, everybody keeps talking about this bum ass nigga. Nah, I call uh, the Warriors are fucked, man. Like the, the best thing yeah, that could happen to the Warriors is KD. Like that's what I'm saying, yeah, bro. Because Curry just, can't like, carry. I don't see who else Curry can't get. carry everyone. Like, real talk, you can't do that. Uh, honestly. Dallas Mavericks and Denver Nuggets tied to OG on the Nobi trade. Not Legend of Winning trying to be Woj. What happened? Sierra, Sierra. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Like, in this trade like mm-hmm. deadline, like who would you wanted like out of anyone? Who would I want to add? Yeah. Hmm. The tricky thing for me is who the hell is available? Who's available for us? Because be. with all these people getting moved around, mm. I got a few people. I don't know if we can afford them. I'm not good at the Your cap stuff. Come out but Mikel, Mikel Bridges will be pretty nice. Uh, uh, OG no, will be nice. Like, no, I'm on about like, like when they was available. Obviously, now Katie's gone. But I'm on about before when they was available. Who would you have taken? Because Kyrie, KD was the two options that I would have wanted for the Warriors. Man, I didn't think there was a chance we were getting either one of them. Your abs didn't Why I don't tell you KD was going to join my sons? Why? I can't lie to you because we... I'm not going to lie to you. What's our, big, what's our big man call again that we've got? Who? Who? Wise? Are you talking about Looney? Yeah, Wiseman, man. Oh, Wiseman, that guy been asked in the beginning. That's what they Dude, he's a fucking go. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you. He's, he's a very good trade asset, fam. Like, we could have sent him anywhere, fam. Like, and we could have got someone for him. And Jordan Poole, fam. KD, Jordan Poole. Nah, nah, but you guys got to tomorrow, to be honest. KD, 
for Jordan Poole, Wiseman, or something. Yeah, picks. I wouldn't mind doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I have, you think my sons are going to get rid of KD after getting him? You, you no, no, we're yeah. talking about before you got... You fuck your son, oh, okay. <laughs> But Abs, what did I tell you a couple of weeks ago? He's I'm coming to like Phoenix, bro. Curry is still better than any player that you've got in your team, bro. I mean, yeah. players to players, Steph Curry is better than CP3. Huh? But point guard in the position, I'd rather have CP3. Say that again, bro. I said, if you're talking about player to player, Curry is better. But if you're talking about in the position... The Honestly, this is not even guard. me being like hyperbole, no hyperbole. Point guard abs, I'm taking Curry three as a the greatest guard. basketball player of all time. Like, this is ah, not even me being bro. like, like, who's better Facts. than Curry? You're gonna tell me Michael me? Jordan, pound Jordan. for pound, pound for pound. I'm just saying, bro, abs, you know, Curry is not even best in his own position, bro. So he's not the best. Wow. In his position. What well, some of you guys need to realize. Who's best in his position? You're going to see a Magic Johnson, yeah? Yeah, that's Johnson. I'd rather Who's have the guy in my team than him, man. Huh? Just, you know? Who's I'm the guy in your team? Guard. What is the point guard's first job, guys, to, uh, to, to pass the ball and all that, right? Curry's a more of a shooting guard than a point guard. He's not a real point guard. Okay, okay. So which point guard? Is, so we're judging, point? we're judging yeah, yeah, Steph yeah. because yeah. other point guards aren't as good at shooting as him. So we're no, ju- we're, we're holding saying, it against but him. But who's no? The, but I'm saying better, he can pass. Yeah, who's a better floor general, CP3 or or Curry? But you see how you said floor general. Now yeah, there's and point guards, the point and then guard? there's different types of point guards, right? Because you just gave so you just gave your own category. Under point guard, you said floor general. Uh, floor floor general, general and point guard, guard are not the same. So who's the greatest floor, floor general? general is point guard. Is that what we want to talk about, Abdimus? <laughs> who's the greatest floor general Bro, of all time? Abs, I already is said Curry Magic is Johnson. a better player than CP3. But if we're talking, we're talking about, about the point guard, CP3 player of all time. Player, if we're talking player. about players, then that's a different argument. Exactly. Okay, so we're, we're going to talk about greatest player. If you're talking about player, then he's Curry. So who's better. better than? If you guys are talking about position, because a lot of then Curry is not better than three. Michael Jordan are better than Steph Curry. Why are we comparing Steph Curry to Magic Johnson? <laughs> that's like two different right? times. Yeah, it, it yeah, makes zero sense. I didn't do accident, you know, but anyways. Bro, Curry Curry is better than <laughs> CP3, but I was talking about in the position they both play, I'd rather have CP3, bro, because he, he, he's, he's a real point guard, you know. There's nothing to take away from what I'm saying from Curry. Curry's still um, the, one of the best players in the history book. I'm more talking about, like, in, in the, their – it's what you need, though, you know what I mean? Curry, you need teams around him. CP3 – he could play with any any team. Well, I just thought that was a funny argument you tried to make, bro. No, no, I wasn't Sierra, trying to... Sierra, uh, let me ask you a question, Sierra. Honestly, like, yeah. what is your top three of all time? Top three? Top three? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm sorry. Is Michael Jordan... Mm. Not LeBron. Uh, I agree with uh, that. Is Sierra. this greatest or is this best player? Best, greatest best, or best? best. Get the greatest. Okay, the best. greatest, obviously. 
we know how people greatness is greatness. to me more than yeah 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 greatness to me is a little more than just the skill but the best okay it's gotta be MJ I'm gonna say Steph Curry facts number three number three mm, out of players that I've learned about I gotta say, players that I've I've like deeply studied, it has to be Kobe. I was gonna say the same. Yeah. It has to be Kobe. Yeah, facts, facts. Those are the three best. Then when it comes to skill, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's between Kobe and then it's Kyrie after for me as well. Yeah. When it comes to skill, like this is the best basketball players. The greatest is the greatest. You know what I mean? Like, we know LeBron, Jordan, but when it comes to the best basketball players. It's different, personally. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Personally, I feel like for me, the best basketball player of all time is Steph Curry. Like Steph, hundred percent. I feel like Steph is pound for pound the goat because other dudes who are getting compared, right? These are guys that are like six five plus athletic freaks. He's getting compared to. He's six three. Nowhere near as athletic and has similar, you know, championships and hundred percent, hundred percent records. But, but do you think that even regardless of his athleticism and all of that and his height, don't you think that he still is like in his prime? Like he could take all of these guys on. Personally, I feel like he he can like, especially in his his old age when he got a little stronger. Black Steel's clips. I'm reading a comment from my chat. Yeah, OG is a really good player. Like I, I, I'm pretty familiar with his game. Someone was saying they weren't familiar. Curry's a better player, but Paul's a better point guard. Um, if we're talking like traditional point guard, sure. That's what I. That's where I'll give it to. To Chris Paul. Yeah. That's the traditional it. point guards, obviously, when you're trying to set somebody up, it's different. Like, but if you're on about a dominant point guard, it's only Magic Johnson and Steph Curry. And I'm gonna lie to you, I have not watched Magic Johnson like in his prime, like but I've watched Steph Curry in his prime. And Steph Curry is bro, I'm not gonna lie. It's him disgusting, dude. Steph Curry is him. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like he proved he proved even, himself even when, during the finals last played, year. Even, he carried a team that people said that the the Grizzlies have a chance at beating. He carried a team that the people said the Suns were gonna beat. He did all of that. He beat a defensively stacked Boston Celtics team. He carried those that team. It should be no debate who where he is right now. Like people are just. People just don't like Steph Curry, and I don't understand why. But you gotta respect his greatness. They don't play basketball. Like they don't. They don't play basketball. They don't mean I'm. I'm from the UK, and I still know that Steph Curry is better than anyone. Like personally, I'm not gonna lie to you. The only guy that you can argue with Steph Curry is Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron James. That's it. There's nobody. I'm not else. saying. I'm not saying he's better than. I know. I know. I, I know. You know, I know you know, I'm not saying that. It's just I'm saying that's the only people that you can argue with Steph Curry. Because I'm not gonna lie to you. 
in his prime, I have not seen anything better at basketball. Like, I'll be fully honest with you. Like, like, like real talk. Like. I keep, I keep getting like, like memories. Like, I know y'all remember that um when that 2016-17 Steph Curry, that was that was different. Even though the Warriors did not win the championship in 2016, it still haunts me to this day. Like I refuse to watch any playoff moment. I refuse to watch any playoff clip from that because I am haunted by what happened. But Steph Curry was very unstoppable in 2016. Like nobody can stop him. Literally nobody could stop him. That was that was some good basketball being played. I'm not gonna lie, this man is different. He is. But Sierra, and I I'm gonna like, cry don't, my don't, eyes out with the day that he Sierra, said. Sierra, don't you he's think? Don't, don't, don't you think that a lot of people be like talking shit on this guy's name, like, <laughs> like when who Steph? Yeah, like uh, it's a sad. They actually to be calmed down a little bit after after the championship, but it's such what, a short window for how long he's been successful. I'm not gonna lie to you, like, bro. Like, honestly, yeah. I I started. I'll tell you when I started watching basketball. Like, when do you guys start watching basketball? When Kobe was the best player in the world. I'll tell you when I started watching basketball, cause cause I don't want to sound like some. some I I can honestly that, tell y'all when I started watching I watch, basketball. I, started I would like to hear basketball. your stories. Yeah, go on, go on. Sorry. No, nah, I was gonna say I started watching basketball. Like my literally the reason why I started started watching ball, two thousand eleven D Rose. That's when I started watching basketball. Like I'll be fully honest with you. I started watching basketball. Believe it or not, it was the two thousand twelve finals. And let me tell you the story. Because I just got like a new, brand new flat screen TV in the living room, like. We were all there, and I have my cousin, my older cousin. He's like, he's like such a disrespectful, like he doesn't really tolerate bandwagon. So his friend is like a huge LeBron James fan to this day, and we were watching the Heat, and I sat down and I was like, "What is this?" They were like, "This is basketball," and he was like, "If you pick a team." You can't go back because you're a bandwagon. You want to be a bandwagon because you're getting the respect if you're a bandwagon. And I was like, I don't know these teams enough to like pick them. Like, and that's when LeBron won his ring. Blah 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 blah. And then this is the same time I actually learned how to play 2K. Believe it or not, I do play 2K. Um, not like that, like that, but I do not play it. And I was like, my favorite color is yellow. Like, I have a lot of baby pictures with me in yellow. Like. Um, I like Winnie the Pooh because he was yellow. I just like yellow. That's my favorite color all the time. And I was like, I, let me get this team. They, 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 their team is yellow. Let me get this team. He was like, that's your team you're going to play? Then that must be your favorite team. And he was like, you cannot bandwagon. You have to stick with this team. And I was like, okay. You know, I was like scared. And he taught me how to play 2K. And he taught me like all... The, the, the dynamics of basketball. Like, he really introduced me into basketball. He really did. And I was like, from that on, the worst is my favorite basketball team. And as they was progressing, 
Like, I remember through in the 2015 finals, like, I was in middle school. I was this, that was my eighth grade year. I'm kind of young. I turned 22 this year, but that, I was in middle school when they played in the 2015 finals. And I'm like, my favorite, and I was going around school seeing my, my favorite teams playing in the NBA finals and stuff like that. So that's, that was, that's my story on basketball. And like, I remember during the 2016 season, I'm um, I respect. I used to, I used to literally debate with people in my Spanish class. <laughs> I was, I was a freshman in high school, um, 2016. That 2015, 2016 year, I was. That was my freshman year, and I used to literally like debate with people. Like that game, that playoff game when the Warriors played OKC, and it was Game Six. That was my birthday, May 28, 2016. That was my birthday. That's like a core memory for me. Like I was like literally locked in. I did not care about my birthday. I was literally locked into the TV. Like they need to win. I want to win on my birthday. Like they need to win. Like I brought a jersey. I bought a hoodie. I was literally locked in on that front room TV. I was like, they need to win. And then they win. So that's like a core memory for me. That that whole year is like a core memory. Like, I always tell people that that's a core memory for me. Like how they won the playoffs on my birthday. It, it was really nice. So yeah, that's my story. It's pretty lame and pretty corny. That's how I got about basketball. I love that, man. I love that. I love that. Oh, my cousin, he's like one of the huge, yeah. like, um... So let me, uh, Yanni, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's not Oh, this one more thing. My cousin, he's like story. a huge KD fan. Like, he's one of the, only, like, when I say, like, one of the realest and most genuine Kevin Durant fans, like, he really is. Like, he's stuck beside that man. Like, I remember it's, he had a poster. KD is KD. I'm not gonna lie. KD is KD. Like, he had a poster in his room, and it was like KD, and it was Harden. Was I remember Harden was on the team, and it was Westbrook, and he was like, I like KD because he's really like that. And he's still to this day like I remember when the Warriors was playing the Cavs that first round in 2017 for the finals. He literally was betting money on KD. Like KD is going to take the first shot. KD is going to hit the game winner. Like and he and he won. Like he's like one of the realest Kevin Durant fans I have ever met in my life. And to this day, he sticks beside him. To this day, like I know he's probably going crazy right now about this news. Like I know he's probably going crazy right now about this news right now. But I'm done, and I want to hear y'all stories. I'm done talking for a while. Sierra's then. Sierra's then. Sierra, how did you? What was the reason why you was started watching basketball? So. I just always had people around me playing. Like, my brother played. I was always outside playing sports. So it was just naturally a sport that I gravitated to because it was probably the most accessible for me as a girl. Like, they did have – well, when I was in elementary, they didn't have a girls' team. So it was like a co-ed team, funny enough. So it was a few of us girls and guys – uh, the only player I knew of that I cared about when I was younger was Kobe. That was it. I mean, I knew who LeBron was, but I just wasn't – I grew up on Kobe. I didn't grow up watching LeBron. I knew he was popular, but he just didn't have my type of style. But I love the Kobe mentality and just everything he stood for. Because from my perspective, all the people my age growing up, everyone looked up to Kobe. He was the best player to all of us. But he wasn't that compelling to me where I was like, oh, I got to sit and watch the Lakers games. 
that player didn't come to me until I discovered Steph Curry in around, what's that, like 2013, I think for me, because I had actually switched over to watching soccer for a good chunk of time because there was no team in the NBA that just stuck out for me enough to actually watch full games. So Kobe was old. I found out because Kobe got old. Right. He was getting older. So, you know, and then he had those injuries. So, you know, for me, I didn't really have a a basketball home. My home state, Mississippi, doesn't have a professional team. I grew up in Atlanta, but I had no connection to the Hawks. So why would I willingly choose to be a fan of a trash team? Joe Johnson. That's the only guy they had. Yeah, that's the only guy. That's the only guy. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I like the team aspect of soccer, which is why I just stayed over in that side of the sports world for years. And I was good off the NBA until I found Steph Curry. And I was like, wait a minute, this guy's kind of good. And then I saw him again. And I was like, wait a minute, this team's kind of good. I kind of like how they play. Sorry, before I don't want to cut you off, but can I ask you a question now? Yeah. Was the first game that you, like, like, obviously, like, properly, like, put your attention towards Steph, was it that game versus the Knicks? Or was it? No, it wasn't that game. It was that year in the playoffs. I can't remember which series it was, but it was sometime in the one against the the Spurs? I can't remember which one it was. It might have been the Spurs, but it's been so long ago at this point that I have no freaking idea. Um, but I, what I can say is the thing that compelled me, you know, towards basketball again was the Warriors ball movement and how much it reminded me. In hindsight, it's really the fact that it reminded me of soccer, like the way that people would pass the ball to each other, get people involved. That's what I loved about team sports. So to see a team like the Warriors having a guy as good as Steph, but still everybody got to touch the ball. That made my little basketball antennas go up. Everybody wants to play on a team like that. Like, if you ever play basketball, you always want to play on a team where you're going to get the ball. So, to me, it was so cool to see a player shine and their teammate shine, too, and he was humble. I was sold. So, that was my story of how I got back into the NBA. Someone said there's a scenario where we only the only move we make tomorrow is signing Ty Jerome. Oh my god, yeah. No, I'm gonna let you. I honestly think the Warriors. I honestly think that Joe and Bob they're they're on the phone doing something right now. I don't know what it is, but they are on the phone doing something right now. I'm gonna let you. I I want to see KD and. At the Warriors, like I don't know what he's doing at the Suns because he's not gonna win anything at the Suns. Let's see, because Jokic, he's not gonna let that shit happen. I'll be fully honest with you. But if he went to the Warriors, he would have, he would won another ring. <laughs> when Bob since the Weissman trade proposal to Joe, I'm dead. I can't lie, they should have traded Weissman. Jordan Poole and whoever else that. For who, Katie? 100%. I 
don't think they would have been able to get him with that. On some picks. On... Whoever, Draymond Green, I don't give a fuck. They should have got KD, though, like, just with Steph Curry and Clay. All I know is when I wake up in the morning, what? Honestly, I better who, see who, something from the Warriors. Sierra, Sierra, I better see something. Sierra, who, who did the Suns give for KD? Who did they get? Yeah, who did they? No, who did they give for KD? Oh, oh, they gave. Hold on, let me find the tweet. I know they gave up Mikel Bridges and what's the other guy? Cam Johnson for sure. I know they gave some picks too. Hold on, let's see. I still feel like that was a unbalanced. I feel like that was an unbalanced trade. I'm not gonna lie. What Did y'all you guys think? see that report earlier that um how it was like the Warriors are in currently in discussion with a trade possibly involving like James Wiseman? For who? Did y'all didn't see that earlier or was I just dreaming? No, I saw that. Oh Dude, they said Moody and Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Moody and Wiseman. Y'all, Kyrie walking with mass fans. I, think I honestly really do not hate Kyrie. Like, I don't know why the media hates Kyrie. Me too. I don't hate him. I like him. I mean, yeah, I don't I, think I, he's I a honestly, horrible person. I, I honestly, like, I like him. Like, I don't like know Kyrie why they don't hate him. Words with their matching stuff. Like. Kyrie, Curry, Clay. Draymond would be crazy. I'll be honest here. It's basically a Jordan Poole, but like actually a lot better. You know what I mean? No. Drew. Hey, what what up? How you doing tonight? Hey man, I'm chilling. <laughs> Watching the timeline burn down. Uh, yeah, like when it initially crazy. happened, I was just like, oh, shit. But I'm like, well, they traded away all their defense to get another offensive guy, even though the de- the NBA playoffs is about defense. And there's not enough ball. Chris Paul's just really unlucky. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like a myriad of things. Because like the reason why KD worked with Golden State is because Golden State was defensive heavy, and so they just had those three guys that could literally get themselves out of anything, and you know be okay. But um, I, I think the funniest part about this is Mikael Bridges, because that dude was talking big shit, and now he's on a team that's. Barely gonna make the play in now. But so so nineteen ninety nine. Do you think that? What do you think the Suns are gonna do now? Now they got KD. Uh, they're gonna try to win, but like you, I mean, he's gonna be out for the next. Do you think they're gonna be the Nuggets? Do you gonna think they're gonna be the Nuggets in the West? Or no, I don't think they'll be. I. I don't think they'll beat the with D book the Nuggets. D book Chris Paul. And KD. Uh, well, Chris Paul's a non-plus because he's old as shit. Uh, D-Book, if you put a solid enough defender on him, 
he doesn't like put pressure on the rim. One of the things, one of the things about it is the difference between the Suns and the Warriors is there's rim pressure with DeAndre Ayton, and they've played him enough for there to be rim pressure. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with the Warriors right now is our coach uh, literally didn't had problems playing the young guys who make rim pressure. So like. It's just a myriad of a myriad of things that are just like really have fucked up the team. Um, the Suns have rim pressure with DeAndre Ayton, and uh, I I think Devin Booker, you know, might not be a hit in the playoffs. So it's just those two things are gonna be the thing where I'm like, okay, I I've come down to reality. But KD is always a threat. But um, if Den, like I'll put it to you like this: if Denver doesn't see him in the first round, bro, the only you say he's a threat. I'm not gonna lie to you; he's literally the best offensive player in the league, bar Steph Curry. Like Joker exists. Yeah, Joker exists. Literally, Joker's the Joker's the like obviously because Steph's hurt. It's it's. Joker. Now, I'll be Steph. honest with you. I'm not a joke. Is not better than KD or Steph. Offensively, he's not for me. But he's he's not better than KD and Steph. But yeah, but obviously I've got the big respect for Joker. But he's not better than KD and Steph. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I mean, it is what it is. I I'm just more like when it happened, I was just like, oh fuck. But like as I've talked myself down. And I'm like, wait a minute, playoff basketball is different from regular season basketball. Like, if I don't know if you watch the game tonight, they're, he's bad. you're not going to get the playoffs, 30 free throws. You're not going to get 30 free throws in the fucking playoffs. Like, I'll put it to you like that. Like, you can't be a foul merchant in the playoffs because they won't who's, call. Who's a foul merchant? I'm talking about tonight what happened with Golden State. It's harder to do that. No, I can't. Warriors are fucked. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, well, we'll see. Unless you get someone, yeah, they're actually no. I'll be honest with you, they're fucked. Like, because <laughs> in the West right now, <laughs> you can't deal with the Nuggets or the Suns right now. No, honestly. Yeah. Unless they get someone. Yeah, the like, the Nuggets seem like a regular. Yeah, the Nuggets and the Suns are regular season teams. Like unless K, I'm. I mean, I hope KD no, comes back. KD now, I hope bro, KD comes back like good. healthy. Uh. So they won't be a regular season team, but right now the aspects so you think of the them... Grizz is better than the Suns. What? You think the Grizz are better than Suns? I don't even the Grizzlies. I don't. I don't even know. Like I don't even know what the Diz- Grizzlies deal is. I mean, it's because they're young. Like if if you, they need to go through enough heartbreak for them to actually be good at this point. Um, I'm interested to see how the seating works because. The Grizzlies are most likely going to slip in the next couple of weeks, and they'll probably be like a four seed, four or three seed. But you know. bro, for me, for me, the the only way that I look at it is literally the Suns have KD, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and D Book. Yeah, they're going to have to um, build chemistry in like six weeks. Bro, I, I can't lie; it's not going to be very hard when you've got. Two very experienced players in Devin Booker and Chris Paul. 
Like, it was hard for the Warriors when they got KD. So, like, you're going to have to build chemistry in six weeks. How is it hard? They won two championships in their first two years. But did you see how they started? Didn't they lose on opening night? They lost. Yeah, no. Uh, KD and the Warriors lost on opening night. And then they yeah, lost they a lost. Games. They lost on opening night. And then it wasn't until the uh, Christmas game was when they decided, like, oh, okay, we're gonna work. We're gonna play this way. And then after that, they were just off to the races. So it takes at least a month or two to get the chemistry down. Like, like no, like everyone thinks like of the Miami Heat and they're like when they first started, they were like three and seven or three and six or some shit. And then, you know, like they ultimately went to four finals in a row. So I, it takes time to build the chemistry. Um, I'm interested to see how the defense is going to play and uh, for them in the playoffs. But yeah, like a lot of teams are foul merchants in the playoffs, and that shit does not work at all. You cannot be a foul literally foul merchant in the playoffs. That's what I keep telling people who keep seeing 76ers to the finals. Bro, yes, they're not like, making I, I it. I don't see it. I just cannot see um them beating the Bucks, and I damn sure cannot see them beating the Celtics at all. Definitely. No, not at all. They're they're literally free throw. They're much. just not. They're just like, not. They're just not like better than them. They're not, and the the Bucks and Celtics cleared them. Yeah, and even I would say the Caps will put up a good fight against them too. Yeah, like I. I mean, like I mean, I haven't been on these enough with you, Sierra, and I, my bad. Um, but I just, I think once we get into the playoffs, a lot of gold, what Golden State does now is just going to go away because the inherent threat of a foul call is not going to help a team come back all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because like they'll let them play through. Like, that's what happened with the OKC game yesterday or the other day. They just let them play through. And, like, they don't they don't call everything. So, like, Dame Lillard almost got, like, 20 free throws tonight. So, like, like what are we doing? They can't even like, close seriously. our games. Like, yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to compete when – you know, we're, like, at the top in terms of opponent free throw attempt, but we're at the bottom of, of free throw attempts for our team. It's hard because we've always had to overcome the free throw disparity despite what other people are going to say about Warriors getting calls. The reality is uh, we don't, really. Yeah. Or, um, uh, I don't think I've mentioned this, but uh... – Steve Kerr has two guys who could potentially put pressure on the rim that he pretty well, one of the guys he essentially had no choice to play and then the other guy he sent the fucking G League and he tried to scapegoat him from the start of the season. So, like... So. The one person we had didn't even give him a chance to play. And here's the thing, like, somebody was saying earlier, um the minutes that the young guys did play diminished their trade value even further. I'm sorry. I'm just not buying that. No. 
And if it did further diminish their value, then it's whoever played them's fault. It's not their fault. Because if you were going to potentially move off of them, why weren't you playing them more? It's like, okay. Because now their trade value is extra low. Okay, so everyone wants to blame James Wiseman for the season. I'm going to basically put it to you like it is. Draymond punched Jordan Poole, which was the reason why Draymond was one of the reasons why Draymond came in the camp out of shape. Clay Thompson came in out of shape and he had a mental barrier to go through. And I think his mom was sick. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo got hurt because he was part of the uh, reason that they started off a little bit strong. He was hurt for eight games. And then that eight games turned into the three and seven uh, road skid. The fact that they don't get foul calls anywhere else but but Chase Center. Uh, the refs had an axe to grind. Uh, they played Wiseman out there with terrible point of attack defense. Uh, the defense has been just trash all the way. You decided to play Moses. You decided to play uh, Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome over Moses Moody, who is a pretty solid spot up shooter. Uh, because of vibes, um, you've tanked, you've tanked Moses Moody's value, and you've ba- basically tanked his confidence. Um, thirty and thirty and uh, Wiggins got hurt around the same time, uh, and then thirty comes back, and he's not what he is because his shoulder is still weird as fuck, and now he has a knee injury. And the defense is, I mean, in the past, like, 12 games or the past two weeks, it's the number eight defense in basketball. But they're still, like, hampered because of how it started. None of those problems that I mentioned had James Wiseman in them. And the fact that they're trying to scapegoat him for how the season start is horrendous. Like, and, like, the reason why they – they probably shouldn't trade him is because they know he's going to be a walking 20 and 10 wherever he goes. So they're just going to have to take his value until they can just like come up off him. And that's, that is what it is. What up, Chris? Chris, Chris, I got to know what you got to say about this, bro. Wise guys. Yeah, I'm with you though, Drew, on the whole the Warriors are kind of just stuck with them at yeah, this point because be. if you would have got their value up a little, okay. But it's like you gotta now panic into a move. Yeah. And I I'm saying know. this this is on Steve Kerr. And no one wants no one says it because James Wiseman is the best scapegoat, but this is really on him. And like this is one of those things where I'm like, getting rid of Mike Brown was pro. Well, I mean, Mike Brown taking that job ultimately fuck. I'm glad that Arsenal kid went away. He was getting on my nerves. Uh, it, um, it, it like he tanked his goddamn value, like, and and uh, Mike Brown is just, you know, he's probably gonna win Coach of the Year, uh, out in, uh. Uh, with the Kings, so it's just this is just a mess. Like it shouldn't have been a mess, but this has become a mess. Um, 
I, I still think in like my heart of hearts is when it comes down to the playoffs, no one plays like them in the playoffs and that is their advantage. And it'll, it, you have to like, I don't see any of the teams in the West besides Denver taking out golden state. Um, I mean, even Phoenix, cause like Chris Paul is old. Devin Booker is spotty at best. If you just put a defender on him, that's why Golden State at this point needs to go out and get Matisse Thibel. Like if they went and got Matisse Thibel, they'll be in a better position than they were yesterday. But what about that whole offensively? I, I'm just concerned. Oh, no, no, considering this, that we already have Draymond. Oh no, this is Steve Kerr's doing. Like he just won't. He won't put in a seven foot two guy who can get to the basket easy because of, you know, it doesn't really jive with his offensive principles. So, you know what? This is on him. Drew, don't get – look, man, don't get me started on this, bro, because I have to sit here and argue with people. Like, literally, Tommy Gunn responded to my tweet the other week about – because I responded to his tweet saying that, you know, this isn't the right situation for Wiseman or whatever. And my response was basically – I'm not sure if I can trust Steve Kerr and his his judgment when it comes to the young guys. Because to me, it's not that he's not a good coach. We don't have to sit here and make it an indictment on his entire coaching career or IQ when we, you know, criticize him. So I'm being nuanced in my criticism. I'm saying I don't know if he's the best coach for young guys that need to be developed. He's not- is that crazy? No, he, he developed Looney. Yeah, well, I mean, Looney, most. Looney was just there long enough that he understands the principle <laughs> of the fucking system. So, like, it, it, I, I'm not crediting Steve Kerr with that. I'm just more along the lines that Jordan Poole basically, you know, developed, like, you could say that Steve developed him, but even then, even now, Steve Kerr is just like, why the fuck am I playing him in the fourth quarter? So, uh, I'm just, it's just that thing where I'm like, it's, this is going to be, because the reason they got those draft picks is because it was, they were bad for like two seasons. So like, you can't, you just can't pretend like shit is like good. (laughs) Like, I know you just won a championship, but sometimes you, sometimes the league changes. And the fact that you're playing now with everyone so offensively skilled, with zero rim pressure is one of those things where I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, I know, uh, I know Looney can get an occasional layup, but I'm like, if you don't have a person that can attack the rim, what are you doing? Right. Because it's like, we can't stay stuck in the past with this system like i think the system is fine it just needs to evolve which means that steve might have to do something he's uncomfortable with which is basically what i was getting at when i was saying that i don't know if i can trust steve's judgment when it comes to developing young guys to extend the thought is because of this thing that we're talking about with not having the ability to adapt his system for what the league is going towards now. Like, we know 
the defense of principles, okay, that's solid, like that's foundational to the system. We don't have to argue about that. But offensively, it felt like to me, and it seems like to us, that we were already kind of seeing that Steve didn't look like he really wanted to change the system to accommodate Wiseman. He just only wanted Wiseman to fit in the system, which I think Steve being stubborn has been one of his greatest flaws throughout his career. I think he's gotten a lot better, but I did not forget he would even be stubborn with the with the lineups, be stubborn with what time Steph, Steph would come back in the game. You know, all types of stuff, man. So he has a history of this. I don't think it's crazy to look at the young guys that have come through and say, are we sure that he is the best coach for those young guys? Not overall. I think you can be good at coaching veteran players and maybe not good at coaching younger players i think you might need a different type of coach for each one and that's okay maybe steve just isn't the type of coach that can really get the best out of young guys i think he's the type of coach where when the young guy is ready he will put them in a position uh he will he will finally let them play when when he feels like they're good enough to win but to reach that standard as a young guy is damn near impossible to do everything he would possibly want you to do before he quote unquote trust you like he would one of the veteran players. So it's hard to put young guys in a position like that. And it just sucks. I'm like, go ahead and get off of Moody and Wiseman so that they can flourish somewhere else. Because at this point, I feel like we're hurting their trade value. It's not like these guys aren't good. Yeah, they you're telling me Steve couldn't find a way to use a vertical floor spacer. Really? Or did he just not fit into exactly what Steve wanted? And like before and he's just like, you know, I'm not gonna try. And before Chris goes, uh it's it, it's that thing where I'm like, you can't convince me that Moses Moody and James Wiseman are not better than Ty Jerome and Moses Moody or and Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb. Like there's no amount of convincing that you could do that. There's a reason why Anthony Lamb was undrafted. <laughs> like, you, 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 come on, uh, Chris, you got it. Yo, Sierra, it's been a minute. You preaching now? Um, yeah, man. I um, I was shocked like everybody else with the trade. And then, um, after the initial shock set in, and I uh, I looked at this team as constructed um and on paper they look like crazy right um but it's it's i've watched enough basketball to know that stuff on paper don't always shake right um katie to the suns it to me it still don't hit as hard to me as katie to the warriors and I said this in the earlier spaces because all of them dudes, uh, KD, Devin Booker, CP3, all of these dudes, nobody, who's going to be the guy sacrificing off the ball? When KD came here, he had two guys that didn't really need the ball, right? You had Clay running off screens, Steph running off screens. Draymond just hitting whoever. 
um, KD had the space to operate and do what he wanted to do. I'm curious to see how the offensive process goes for the Suns. That's number one. Um, if it's just going to be a lot of ball pounding, a lot of ISO, don't get me wrong. These are three of the, you know, best tough shot makers in the league, but I don't think in the playoffs that that's just necessarily going to just throttle teams. Um, I felt that way with the Nets when it was uh, Harden, Kyrie, and Katie. I feel like it's really the same thing uh, with the Suns. Um, so, um, to the Wiseman point, or to the Kerr point, uh, in all our spaces, I've been preaching um, evolve, 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 evolve. Um, you can't run the same offense for over a decade and, and don't think you have to evolve in some shape or form or fashion. Um, the league catches up to you. And not only does the league catch up to you, the guys that you you run in the system with are getting older. Like, so you you have to change things to accommodate the uh, the slippage that you may get just from having older players. Um, the craziest thing about that Sun trade to me is that they kept Aiden, and that's the only thing. Um, when I look at a team like that is as constructed right now, the Warriors have no answer for DeAndre Aiden. You could try to say Draymond, Draymond at this stage of his career is not really shutting down DeAndre Aiden. Like, he probably would have, you know, two years ago. Um, but I don't think, uh, I don't think, Aiden is uh Aiden is cooking like whoever we got down there. The only person I thought that maybe could have bothered him was Wiseman. But he hasn't played all year. And that's Steve's fault. Like what had, what had happened is Steve had this horrible plan. Um, due to injury to like platoon swap all these young dudes, which I never seen anybody do that. Like ever in the NBA, put like put all their young dudes on the floor at the same time, and they had this plan and it went wrong and uh it scared them right so they didn't want to try to uh stick with it and I feel like this been the biggest mistake all year. It's just guys trying to overcorrect and uh yeah just not playing. Um, not sticking to the plan. I feel like it had Steve stuck to the plan and develop, you know, them young dudes that by now um, they would show majors, and they have, like, you know, uh, Wiseman, is a, he went down to the G League, he came back a better player. And I can only imagine if he had more playing time, where would he be at by the end of the season? Like, it's all about getting guys ready for the playoffs. And as long as you can stay in contention while you're doing that, 
to me, that's all that matters. But, you know, you cannot be scared to take your lumps and go through your learning curves. Everybody has to go through it. And you ain't going to be no different. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, what up, S? How you doing? Uh, what up, hey, S? I'm a, I'm ahead to bed. I'm fucking tired, but uh, you guys have a good night. All right, Drew. You too. Well, good night, Drew. Appreciate you. S. Hey, how you doing? Did you hear the news when it came out? Of course. Or are you just not catching up? I woke up on my bed, in my sleep. Um, I was sleeping right, <laughs> and then like I got my seven hours, and I seen the news. I was like. I knew it already. I kept telling people nobody was believing me. Nobody. I kept telling by he wants to get traded. He wants everybody's like he's right. He's right where he he's he's right where he wants to be. Um, without Kyrie, he just wants to play without Kyrie. Um, he wants to stay. I'm like he wants to get traded. He wants to be gone. He's going to the Suns. Nobody believe me. King has got the answers. Can't just gotta ask me. That's it. Now she got the sources. <laughs> but yeah, in all seriousness, um, yo, I feel like KD, um, and the Suns, um, we just gotta see how it is because you know D Book and Chris Paul have showed us that they they struggle under pressure, and they're not about it really under pressure, and um, hopefully, like. Because KD always performs, and he's consistent. So, if he goes hard in the playoffs, and Chris Paul and D-Book are choking, it's not going to be what team they play. Um, I feel like if they play the Warriors, um, it's going to be a good series. I don't know who's going to win. I got the Warriors winning, to be honest. Uh, I still got the Warriors coming out the West. After all this... I think the Warriors are the best team. You you own. got more faith. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got like the you Warriors. You should be re- be realistic here. It's okay. You can be realistic. <laughs> you can say what you want. You you <laughs> got more faith than the Warriors fans. <laughs> Everybody's saying we're done. That's constructive. Uh, so. I don't. You know. I ain't even say ask. No. <laughs> playing the um, way we playing. Okay, we ain't winning, Jack. I mean. Like I like your offense, almost def, almost definitely. Like I feel like I like the way I move the ball and everything, and how energized. And then Clay, like how he can just score forty two, and you know, so efficiently. Like I love his game, and you know, you got Clay, you got Steph, you got Jordan Poole. Um, I, I mean, I agree with you there. Is I mean, mm-hmm. like I think we got the firepower to match them for the most part. Mm-hmm. I think when it all comes down to it though we ain't got nobody mm. for Aiden right now the fact that they kept Aiden that Aiden uh, wait guarding him yeah like Aiden is garbage dude but we don't have it's gonna, any it's gonna be hard guarding them with KD and Booker oh and, you're right like, KD um, it's gonna be hard guarding Aiden dog like Nah, Chris is right, man. Like, he always shoots over Draymond every time you watch him. But uh, I will say, Chris, really quick, like, if they run their offense through Aiden, 
The Warriors would love that. No, they're not necessarily. The they're not running. They're not running. They're not running their offense through Aiden. I'm just saying, when they when they run their offense the way they normally run it, Aiden is the release guy. Like even if you played the best defense you could on D book on Chris Paul on KD. Mm-hmm. At the um, end of the day, they have that release valve in Aiden that can nobody really stop. Like we don't have defensive players right enough. I mean, well, okay, Booker and KD. Man, we can't stop them. Mm-hmm. Especially with CP3, that's so much offense right there. I'm, I mean, I'm CP3 is wash. Yeah, no, no, I'm, no, more, I'm, so more, I'm more. I'm more. I'm more KD. Really good point guard. I'm more KD and uh, Aiden. I mean, I think those are the two dudes. Um, I oh, mean, don't, sure, get, don't, sure get, don't get me wrong. Uh, I like Booker, but we got wing death, man. We got guys we can throw at Booker and CP3. Wiggins can guard Booker, but who's guarding KD? Uh, PBJ. Now, but facts, man. Chris, we don't have anyone to guard KD, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we've schemed well against KD. Uh, I said it before, it was similar. To me, this is a lot. This is very similar to uh, the Nets uh, with uh, Kyrie, Harden, and KD. And, uh, my thing is, and we don't know this yet because we haven't seen them play together yet, but um, I don't know who's going to be the guy uh, to play, you know, off the ball. I mean, I think KD is the most willing uh, participant, but I just, you know, until I see it, I really, I just don't know. But, uh, you know. To me, I feel like it's still a lot of taking turns, and um, when when that's the case, like unless you unless one of them dudes is hot enough to where they're like forcing a double team, which I feel like KD is probably the only person or Aiden, like you know we ain't got nobody down there, like like, but. You know, those are the only two dudes I feel like could really, like, for real, throw us off. But they got weaknesses too, man. They don't have any point of attack defenders, really. Yeah, yeah. And their and, and, bench is garbage. And yeah, I'm just saying they they definitely have uh, weaknesses. But dude, we you seen. Our front court death, our front court defense. Dude, we uh we had Eubanks today looking like Kevin McHale for <laughs> for Portland, dude. Like it's it's like we can't stop anybody. We can't. We don't have no resistance at the rim, and yeah, that, they were attacking left and right, especially in the first half. You saw that, right? Yeah, it it was, whenever they wanted, man, they were just going straight to the rim and getting free shots. That's Every why time. I'm like, yo, you not not getting these guys ready 
is a debt. Well, to me, it's been a detriment all year. But yeah, it's because for one, they can't contribute, and for two, you can't even trade them. You you yeah. like everybody pulling up these bogus trades, dude. We don't have <laughs> pieces to get OG. We just don't. Uh, like. People think, oh, Wiseman and Moody. You tanked Wiseman <laughs> and Moody's value. They don't want Wiseman and Moody. Like, nah, man. Like, I don't think we're getting OG anyway. But the talks with OG don't start with Wiseman and Moody. They start with Kaminga. They start with Poole and Wiggins. Like, Poole and Wiggins can't be traded, unfortunately. Like, Poole can be traded. Uh, I think it's some weird rule, but Wiggins can't be traded uh, because of some because he just signed his new contract extension. So there's some clause that well, he can't, he's not eligible. Yeah, to it's it. the it's the poison pill contract with the rookies, and by them having a rookie max, I think it's Scotty Barnes. Uh, mm-hmm. By them having Scotty Barnes, uh, they would have to trade Scotty in order to get somebody like a uh, pool. Right, right. Um, it's the same thing with the Nets. They couldn't get pool if they had Ben Simmons. Because right, right. That rookie max extension. Like, and I know Wiggins can't be traded. Yeah, I don't think Wiggins can be traded either. So, so let me ask you this, Chris. Like, you're a fair guy, man. Um, obviously, there's no doubt that OG is probably, at this point, would you say a better defender than Draymond overall? Uh, he's younger. I'll give him that. I, uh, it's hard for me to call him flat out uh, a better defender. To me, defense is just a lot of IQ. A lot of, I think, I don't think it's nobody. It's people in the league smarter than Draymond. As much as I, you know, as much as he has his antics and things of that nature. It ain't that many people smarter than Draymond in basketball history. Like, the dude is, like, a savant in that aspect. But OG is definitely... He's top five, you think? Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, Draymond is a deep boy candidate. But... And OG's top five. Yeah. So... Uh, so you'd have two top five defenders. Now, that might sound good and all, but let me ask you this. If the package for OG was, I'm just throwing it out, and you tell me honestly what you think of this. If you had to give up Kaminga, Wiseman, Moody, and, okay, worst case scenario, two first round picks for OG, would you do it? Uh, the problem with that, though, is as much as I love OG, and I, as much as I. And in most cases, I would say, yeah, I would do it. But the problem to me is Damn, man. The, the problem the problem with that, though, is it still doesn't solve that Aiden problem. OG don't solve an Aiden problem, though. Like, and, and that's the thing. When you get in the playoffs, you got people taking possessions from you. And you got guys that can get efficient shots. That's what make uh that's what make Denver so hard in the playoffs, right? Because they could go to Jokic, and if he's ten to fifteen, it's a bucket, dog. You just might as well get ready to run back to the other side because 
Joker is gonna get he gonna lean on you and he gonna get that bucket like at an insane clip. Like it's gonna be like seventy percent or something crazy like that. Like it's so that 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 sucks the life out of your legs and it, it takes possessions away from you and in the playoffs. That's all it takes. It's like, you know, a couple possessions one way or the other, and that's the game. So so you don't think we're short on the wing? A lot of people... Um, not like, as much as... Uh, not as much as people... We are. Uh, not as much. I think the front court death is way worse than the wing death. I mean, mm-hmm. when it comes to the playoffs, between but between Wiggins, between Kaminga, between Clay, like you got guys that can defend. Um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just, I just think like when all else fails, you got you don't have enough fours or fives to really make people think about attacking the rim on you. Mm-hmm. Which is why I thought not playing Wiseman, not trying to get the dude ready was like a mistake. I'm like, you kind of need this dude. Like, when you drafted him, I don't think you needed him. But you need him now. Like, I, I feel like the league has caught up to us to the point where uh, we need that dude, like, to really be something uh, of magnitude. So, not getting that dude. They're shopping him, though, man. Yeah, they, they trying to shop him, but again. He has no value. There is no value because you tanked it. Because everybody's going to ask, well, if Wiseman is so good, why the hell you ain't playing him? Right. So. It's not just him. Moody and I think has part no of that has either. to do with. I feel think like about part it, of that Jack. If, if you're trying to. If, if I'm, if I'm uh, Masai and I got Pascal and OG and you trying to give me Wiseman, why would I take Wiseman from you if I'm. <laughs> And you don't even want to play him. And you have one year left. Uh, I, I, and then this is the other part, Jack. Wiseman has mm-hmm. one year left on this deal. So whoever gets Wiseman has one year to sign him. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, okay. So two things to that, Chris. Like, on one hand, I think that um, if you're going for a guy like OG, right, or – I'm going to throw another name, like Kyle Kuzma or something. Like, those two are, like, probably the only ones in that range that are, you know, potentially available. I mean, neither of them are, like, guaranteed available. I think both uh, of them dudes are too high. I think, to be honest, if we – Yeah, I mean, they're definitely too high. And um, I think for those guys, if you want to say, oh, Wiseman and Moody is going to get it done, it's not going to get it done. But, like, when you talk about – you know, the the kind of guys I think you then you gotta add picks to that kind of deal, um, because that that would be what the other teams would care about, not Wiseman and Moody. 
they're just they would be using them as salary and like oh intriguing pieces but it would be the picks that would matter right 2026 those would be valuable um but let me put it to you like this um you know there are i mean if you look at brooklyn now and do you see how many three and d guys they got that they're probably going to shop they got like Jay Crowder. They got, um, I mean, forget um, all the forget Miles Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Hell Bridges. Yeah. Sorry. And they only they, they 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 probably out of them guys. They gonna probably shop uh, Jay, and they gonna probably shop. Uh, they got ton man. They got Dorian Finney Smith. Like, yeah, I don't why think do they need that, all these I don't guards? think they shopping Dorian Finney Smith. Um, oh really? Okay. Or. Uh, Mikael Bridges. Um, I think that Jay Crowder would be one of those guys that I would say. Jay Crowder. Okay, look, the few guys that I think, and I want to know your take on it, honestly. Like Jake. Okay, I'm gonna. I was thinking about like Kelly Olynyk, Sadiq Bay, and Jay Crowder. If you could get two of those guys. Theoretically, by giving up Wiseman and Moody in some sort, and and like maybe some second round picks, would you say those any of those three guys like move the needle for you? That you'd say, okay, this is sure enough of an upgrade that we can give up Wiseman and Moody. Uh, I like the upside. I I like the upside on Wiseman and Moody. To be honest, here's one move I would consider and. This is a this is a move you don't even gotta give nobody up. If you got two seconds, you can give two seconds to Philadelphia for Matisse Thibel. But you need salary though, right? Well, yeah, Matisse ain't really making nothing. Matisse Thibel. I wonder why they even made him available, man. Like Matisse ain't making anything, dude. You you could you can get uh Two seconds and like some cash consideration, and uh, which is he making, bro? Let me see. And uh, yeah, Matisse is awesome. Would be great for us. And you wouldn't even have to get rid of anything, um, you know. Uh, and mm-hmm. that would, yeah, basically. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to play. Uh, you would still have to play. All your dudes. So, if if Matisse is in the second unit, or even in the first unit, like it depends. You can you can do you can do mix and match lineups. Like if you got Matisse in a lineup with like J.K. and DiVincenzo, like you locking stuff up, man. Uh, or you got Matisse with like Kaminga and Wiggins. Like yeah, I feel like you could lock the Suns up then. But you still need to play your guys and get your guys ready. So you would still need to play your uh, play your young guys and um, get them ready. He's making four million, bro. Yeah. You gotta trade Wiggins and uh, not Wiggins. Sorry, Moody. I had a question. How y'all feeling about if the Warriors were able to bring back Javale? Hell no. He's wild. <laughs> You think he's watched for like five to ten minutes a game? 
No, that's not. He's not stopping Aiden at all. Like, I'm not saying he's stopping him. I'm just talking about somebody that's already familiar with the system. I mean, and you literally just need someone to play spot minutes. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Steve only wants uh, centers that aren't really like that skilled. So the fact that he has the center with all this upside. He don't really want that. He wants a vanilla run the offense, facilitating, rebounding center. Like, yeah, even back in like 2017, 2018, um, you know, the series that we had, he was playing Zaza over JaVale comfortably. Well, Zaza was, you know, he was better than JaVale. But my thing is, at what point does Steve have to adapt? and adjust his system for the type of centers that are out there rather than trying to make everyone fit in the system. Like, the system is a good foundation, but I don't think it should be the end-all, be-all. Like, how are you telling me you're a great coach, but, yeah, you can't find a way to include a seven-footer yeah. in your I mean, he's a four-time champion. I mean, Sierra, you preaching. I'm, I, I, I told him. I'm not saying I, he's a bad coach, but I'm saying because you're a good coach, how are you not able to fit him into your system? Because yeah. he won last year, him. right? Last year we won with small ball. Yeah, but I mean, it's I'm a not, new year. To, I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. To, I'm just okay. saying because you – Right, I'm oh, just saying because you have him. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, how do you not find a way to adapt your system for him? You can't. It can't just all be – oh, you have to fit into this system or else. Like, we're not in a position to think like that at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, so, how have you not found a way to integrate him yeah, better in the system? Yeah, Marcus Thompson, Anthony Slater, Tim Kawakami, like, they did a podcast on this, I think, a while ago. And I believe it was, like, the reasoning. Okay, all three of them were, like, okay, all the kids are really sucking except Kaminga. Moody and uh, has been a big disappointment. Wiseman, okay, they didn't even want to talk about it. But uh, the reason they said is like, if Wiseman was a good enough player at this stage, that would warrant adjusting the system to him a little bit. That would make sense, but he's not. And I think they did a horrible job developing him, which could you could say is probably a reason yeah, for that. I don't really buy that, Jack. I mean, the dude, the dude could walk out there and give you 20 or 30 points. And, like, I don't think he really had the pit. He never really had the opportunity to, to, uh, to, uh, showcase that. Um, Mm-hmm. So, is he good? I feel like offensively, he's definitely good enough. I don't. You could say what you want defensively. Maybe he has to get his timing down. He has to get better at rebounding. All them things could be true. But the dude can give you twenty at any given moment, and that's a fact yeah. right now. Like, so what I'm saying is do you neglect that and say, well, I don't want your 20 points because he can't, <laughs> but this is the thing, you know, Jack, you watched the game today, right? 
Yeah. We went five minutes without scoring. Why does that happen? Why? If you have a seven-foot dude, it is no way you're going five minutes without a bucket. <laughs> Bro, like, even beyond that, Chris, like, what happens to them at the end of dude, the game? But like, you're not, you're not even... listening to me, Jack. That's the yeah. problem. They can't get an easy you bucket. You cannot like get an easy footer. two because you have nobody by the rim that can just drop the ball in the hoop. Mm. And that's what we're running all of this motion. We're taking tough shots. We're taking tough contested layups. And yeah. it's, you know, like it was a couple of times Poole actually got to the rim and just missed the layup. Or yeah. Draymond is not athletic enough or he doesn't believe in himself. So he just is just going to throw the ball away, like looking right at the rim. He did a Ben Simmons. Like, there is no vertical threat right there. So, that's why we chuck shots and take tough twos because nobody can get an easy two. And that... Bro, it goes... Uh I'm I'm just saying that's why we go stretches without scoring and we give up leads and... We've done it all year. It goes against everything that every other team does. Like every other team tries to go attack the paint and get points. And for us, we start chucking threes. I mean, that's a, that to me, that's a flaw in the system. It goes against every every other team. And I, and 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 to be fair, and to be fair, in the playoffs, this is not what we do. In the playoffs, we're going to run pick and roll, pick and, roll. and yeah. we're going to get to the – like when we have to get a bucket, we're going to get a bucket. I'm mm-hmm. saying at this stage of the game, it's no secret what we do in the playoffs. So go ahead and just do it now. Get Wiseman in that second unit. I don't care if it's a pick and roll. I will pick and roll him to death. I will pick and roll yeah. him with pool. I would do a I'll do a pool Wiseman pick and roll. I'll do a Kaminga Wiseman pick and roll. I'll do a Wiggins on Wiseman pick and roll. I will constantly call this dude up there, and uh, and I will run it down their throats until they can stop. We we can play any pick and roll. It's not gonna win us nothing this year. Right? What I'm saying, what I'm saying, do pick and roll. I'm talking about. In the moments where your motion offense is bogged down, because it, it, it every every close game it's been bogged down. Like there will come a time, like today, where you will go five minutes or you running your motion and guys are sitting on all and, your actions. And and and, and, and I'm not gonna lie to you, and we're still not winning shit. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite. I don't quite agree with that. Only because the 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 margins in which we're losing, they're not they're not necessarily like it ain't like we getting wiped every game. These these are like these are close games. That's what make them aggravating because they're very winnable games. 
today's game was a very winnable game. Like, it should have been won, but again. My nigga, my nigga, I'm not gonna lie to you. Real talk, the Warriors are not winning shit. Honestly, they're not winning shit. Are you a Warriors fan? Yeah, I'm a Warriors fan, man. But I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're not winning shit, bro. And I'll tell you why. Literally, Draymond Green is a shell of himself right now. Honestly, he's a shell of himself. Steph cannot carry Clay, Draymond. You can't do that, fam. Like, you know what I mean? And we should have traded for KD. I'll be fully honest with you. Why? I'm not gonna lie. Should have been Wiseman. I pick. Yeah. Jordan ever like for KD. That's what we should have done. Like, I'll be honest with you, because right now, Steph is gonna have bro, we can't just rely on Steph every single year, like Yeah, I don't even I don't, when KD I don't know was if that's even KD, but I hear you. But uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, Yo BKT. Yo. What's kind of just uh, you know, like walk. Sierra, am I lying or what? Yo, I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of walking second, into bro. a lot of this. Uh, my bad. I kind of passed out. I ain't, like I passed out. Uh, and what's his name was still a member of uh um the Nets, and I wake up and I'm just like, now he's a member of the Suns. You know, I don't. I think I think I think the way I look at the trade, if I'm being honest, is this is an all-in basically move from the Suns. Like they really trying, they really trying Definitely. to, they Definitely. trying to solidify, they trying to solidify basically. Like, hey, at the end of the day, you know, we got to get a ring now. Like, there's no alternative now except for getting a ring. Like, you can't you can't just make it there and be okay with that. You have to actually go out there and win. And so, I mean, I thought they were a good team. I thought they were a good team uh, before before this. Now, now it just makes them even a lot tougher. Um, you know, uh, you know, def- definitely had to give up. You know, kind of a king a king's ransom to an extent. But you know, it's you know for a player like KD and possibly getting a ring, I definitely think it's worth it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, if they don't get a ring, if they don't get a ring now, basically, then this was all for nothing, basically. So. Facts. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and I'm probably gonna call it. Oh yeah, nah. If I, I was, if I was, uh, if I was the West, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd be kind of shook by this, for real. Yeah, I mean, it was. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a crazy good trade for the Suns, but I still, uh, it's one of them things to me. It's just you have to see it on the court for me, and um. Uh, I still see a lot of guys that need the ball, and until somebody is willing to to sacrifice, I don't know who that guy gonna be yeah. for the Suns. If somebody is willing to sacrifice, I think off the ball. I think uh, I think uh, Chris Paul at this point in his career, he has no problem kind of being like the distributor to an extent. It's just a matter of like I said, who who. Well, yeah, I mean, he can distribute, but, again, I'm just saying um, I want to see who's the guy that is 
one being off ball and the only and and yeah, I feel like we got the defenders for that. To me the the craziest part about that trade was that they kept eight and um Max. Uh, yeah, they gave yeah. they gave up like uh who they give up? They gave like Mikel Bridges. Yeah. Like, Kim t- who, who they gave up some wings, but they kept Aiden, and that to me is the the straw that broke the camel's back for me, because yeah, so that's the so one they, guy we ain't got an answer for. Yeah, so they basically um yeah, so they gave up basically uh yeah they gave up they gave up Cam J yeah, and yeah. uh Mikael. And then they yeah. gave up four first rounds and a pick swap unprotected. Yes, that's that's wild. That, that is, well, I mean, if I if I look at it like this, it's probably for the best. Um, because you gotta look at it like this: DeAndre Aiden, he's gonna more than likely want a new contract, and it's a situation where it's like, if you're a Nets team who's going to be rebuilding to an extent, because at this point. That's the only option. They don't really have any other option at this point. If you're, um, if you know, if you're a Nets team rebuilding, why would you want to pay him top dollar to literally, to literally for what? Like that makes no sense. Um, so they probably looked at it like, okay, well, hey, we could get, we could get Aiden, or we could literally, we could literally, um, you know, we could, we could get these uh, draft picks possibly, um. You know, so I think right now they they kind of value that a little more. Um, like I said, I think I think now obviously, um, you know, we can kind of look back at that whole thing with the Nets. Uh, you know, it, I, it's it's very unfortunate that they never made it far with that with that all those guys, whether it was like James Harden and uh, you know, Kyrie and Ke- Kevin. It's just like I said, I think I think now it's like if you don't win a ring like like in the next year or two with this with these with these guys then at the end of the day you might as well just blow it up at that point because because there's no there's no there's no point like 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 your window your window is these next two years per se so yeah yeah man we'll see man i gotta i gotta get out of here i actually gotta get back up in a couple hours but yeah. It's been fun, man. We'll see how it go. Uh, when uh, is the, the deadline today? Today? Yeah, the deadline today. Yeah. It's actually uh, four, uh, ten hours. It like four o'clock. Oh, okay. Ten ten hours, hours. Yeah. Is it? At, so, is it at yeah, four I'm o'clock? It is. It's gonna be a three. Okay. Yes, okay. okay. yeah, at three p.m. Eastern. Yeah, it should be at interesting. 12, 12 I think. Yeah. I think it'll be I think it'll be a couple more moves that happen. I'm just kind of surprised, man. Like you didn't have to trade you didn't have to trade Katie. Like that's the crazy part about it. Like he unless he unless he came up to you and told you he wanted to be traded, you didn't have to trade him. So for you to trade him, I'm just like man, he, you must he probably he told him. Yeah. Um, he didn't he didn't go make a he didn't go public and make a trade request, but he already he told him. That's why they traded him. So uh yeah, man. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's gonna be interesting. I still think uh, they're legit. It's just, it, it'll be a it'll be an interesting playoffs, but yeah, man. They're gonna keep I, moving up, like in the standings. That's the thing. 
I'll, uh, I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Yeah. Later, Sierra. Yeah. Nah, this this is this Later, is Chris. Have a good one. some blockbuster shit. Like they gotta they gotta um they gotta they gotta they gotta win now, man. They there there's no there's no ifs and their butts. You can't you can't just make it there. So I think they got two years. Oh yeah, no, nah, most definitely. I think they definitely have a good shot. Cause you gotta look at it like this. They were they were a title they were a title contender before this move. Like they were one of the teams where it was like, okay, well, hey, if they made it to the finals, we wouldn't be surprised. You know, they were a good team. Now it's a situation to where no, we we we're not just expecting you to be that you know happy story anymore. It's like nah, you have expectations now, so you have to go out there and meet those expectations. So they're pretty much gonna win the West now. Like the division is now stacked. Yeah, nah, that's. That's they that's different. Um, shit. I'm, I got I gotta go see who they who they got coming off the bench because they traded a lot of guys. Uh, for um, uh, for I gotta see how their how their bench is looking because they could they could um you know they traded a lot of guys to uh, the Nets. So I'd be curious to see how that all kind of works out because if it's a situation to where it's like now that your 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 you know bench is kind of depleted. Then it's like, damn, like, like, like Kevin can't play all 40 some minutes. Right. And at the same time, it's like, Mikel Bridges was a big part um, of that team. Know, to me. Like, I've got Ky- Yeah, Kyrie was like, I'm happy he got out of there. That's crazy. Yeah, let's see. But yeah, y'all, I'm about to head out. I have to go to sleep and edit uh, that's in the morning. Crazy. I, I took a nap literally in this day. Man, yeah. look, I'll be. I mean, they like can the still make a move, but it's just like at this point, there's nothing they can really do that will kind of, you know, kind of like not uh, that will kind of like you know shake, shake, shake the league or anything. Like it won't really make a huge difference, you know. Unless they trade it, like. Drake Miner Clay, it's it's yeah, nothing gonna like be. Oh, I mean, they can move them, but you're not getting. They yeah. want Kaminga. No, it's 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 yeah. It's they would want Kaminga. So I want to get KD back so bad. Oh nah, don't be nah, don't be asking for KD yeah, back. Yeah, but you you would probably have to give up. You like like the amount of, like the amount of stuff you would have had to give up just to get it's KD not worth back. It. It, it'd been ridiculous. Um, it's not worth you know. it. Let him stay uh, over there and so, lose on the Suns. Nah, that's. Not to mention, I just think, I just think, like with that Warriors team, they're so there's like a lot of what they do basically is like through Steph, to where it's like, you know, like any time, any time they made it to the final to the finals in the past, it was kind of like okay, well, hey, it was like oh yeah, Steph, Steph had a lot to do with it. And then you had KD, and then everybody else like that. But they always kind of looked at Steph as the guy that was like. The ca- the catalyst for all of it, right? Well, yeah, y'all. So, it's, I, it's I understand why uh, KD probably didn't, didn't want to go back to uh, Golden State because he was like, I don't want to be second fiddle anymore. So he might win a ring now in Phoenix. CP3 might get his first ring. Like, I'm sure. sorry, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not rooting for that. I'm not uh, even putting I that in the air. 
I'm not, I'm not one, putting uh, it in the air. You know, man. making sure they have enough guys coming off coming off the bench. Uh, I have to go see what they have on their bench now because they traded a lot of guys away in this in this trade. So, look, man, the next time yeah, so we're on this, we'll have a big trade. That'd be that'd be that'd be interesting. That's crazy. The Nets literally have blown it all up. Literally, that's wild to me. They 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 have just blown everything up. Like hey, Cam Johnson got traded too, right? And if you're if you're yep. a fan of that team, it's like he how did. do you, how do you go forward knowing that basically it's like you're you're going you're going into a rebuild now. Like you're like realistically, like you know, it's it's crazy. I don't know. I guess the I guess the blueprint for that is Utah, basically. Like they, they've been able to kind of you know somewhat try to stay try to stay competitive, you know, but you know, you know. So. All right, y'all. Hey, you'll see her. Are you there? Yeah. Y'all can hear me. I am here. Uh, yeah. Can y'all hear me? Even when yeah. he is about to host a big game, like they find. Hey, yo, Dubs, you there? All right, y'all. I'm out here. Have a good one, y'all. Good luck.